Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable semi-automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full-time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale propanefitness.com. We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. Good morning, or afternoon. How do you know? I was going to say, how do you know? <laughs> Welcome back. We have a question from you today to answer that I think is very nice. Very nice question. It's lovely. Okay, so we had a question from someone who was asking about propane business. So they'd seen the the webinar we do on this stuff where I talk a lot about group coaching, and they said look, you know what, that looks great, but I just, I'm just i happy with just one-to-one clients. Just give me 40 one-to-one clients and I'm over the moon. I don't need group coaching because I don't want to coach 100 people or I don't want to coach more than 40 people. So it's this kind of all-or-nothing mentality on this of like it can only be fully systematized, automated group or really manual doing everything from the ground up one-to-one. And I think what we wanted to get across in this episode is that it's just a spectrum where it's not bad and good or you, everybody has to be on one side. There's just a, there's a way of viewing your coaching delivery. And I think a lot of people are stuck in the, I need to do everything myself completely from scratch every time. Got you. And the size of the problem is relative to the price that you pay for it. Usually, this doesn't always work, this relationship, but in general, the more one-to-one access that someone has to you, the higher you can charge. And the faster or the the easier, smoother the, the journey is for the customer. And then the less access that they have to you and the more self-managed it is, the lower the price <clears throat> and the more that the, it's, the ball is in the client's court. <clears throat> so you as a coach can really choose you based on your coaching style, based on how many people you want to work with, based on the lifestyle that you're looking for and how in-depth your methods are. You can choose any point along that spectrum and say, oh, I'd like to plant my flag here at the midpoint or I want to do only high-end boutique coaching that is with advanced athletes and has to be one-to-one or I'm going to set up an app. And yeah. there are certain business types that suit themselves better to one or the other. So James Smith, for example, if I woke up and I looked in the mirror and I thought, oh God, I'm, I'm James Smith, how's this happened? <laughs> I wouldn't say, oh, I'm going to start doing one-to-one coaching because it's a very poor way to leverage the big organic following that, that he has. So for him, setting up an app, fantastic. Like compete with Netflix, charge £10 a month, get a few thousand people on it sorted yeah and the opposite side of that is where a lot of the advice in this world lives which is if you just do i I think the reason why a lot of people are taught what they're taught is because it's easy to teach so coaching no problem that's just 
WhatsApp support a program from scratch. As I've started speaking, there's a siren outside and a dog bark. It was quite completely silent while the two were talking. I start talking and just World War Three starts, but only where I am. So if you just if you're only gonna do like you're gonna do one to one coaching, it's a lot it's very time intensive. You wanna scale your business, the only thing you can play around with is price. Or you have to increase your price. The problem with that, the problem with as you start to charge like four figures for coaching, so a thousand pounds plus instead of hundreds of pounds, is you enter parts of the market where fewer and fewer people are willing to pay that and fewer and fewer people consider their fitness problem to be priced at that. So I think most people would be happy to pay like 100 to 200 pounds a month for their fitness. So if we say that's where we're at, which is like our view on this stuff, right? Is like most people I know who are into fitness wouldn't pay a couple of grand for a coach. Most people. There is, I'm sure, sure there are some. Most people would be happy paying 150 quid for a coach. That's about what I pay for my coach. And I don't, like, it's it's on the higher price, but on the higher side, but it's not what the hell, like, every month I'm saying, oh, can I pay again? I'm not sure. If that's the price that the market will tolerate, then how do you grow your business? Well, you have to play with the capacity side. Like, okay, to scale now, I need to work with more people. And if that's very tightly tied to my time, then I can only, my business can only be this big. So if I want to double it, I need to be able to work with twice as many people. How do I do that? Well, I need to have some kind of system, some kind of coaching delivery that is not just me working manually with everything. So as Yusuf was saying, if James Smith is trying to serve a thousand people because he could, because of the size of his audience, it's stupid to think, I'm just going to have to give up my weekends. Right? There's no way around it. I'm just going to have to write programs manually for everybody. So it's a spectrum. And I think the problem People hear about group coaching and they hear about automation and they hear about all the stuff we talk about and say, that sounds too complicated. I'm happy just doing the WhatsApp thing. I know people talk about 10 grand a month. I'm happy with a grand a month. And I definitely get that. The problem is that just because you have low expectations doesn't mean you should start with something that won't allow you to grow. It doesn't mean you should start with poor systems on day one. Yeah, but it's very easy to fall into the trap of thinking, oh, I don't need a system because I'm only coaching three people. Or I'm, yeah. oh, I've only got four clients, so I'm just going to, I'll do it on WhatsApp. I'll, I'll deal with the other problems later. But before you know it, you've got, let's say over a year, you get, a, you get another client every month, quite slow and steady. So in 12 months time, you've no longer got four clients. You've now got 16 clients. Each one is WhatsApping. You've got 16 open WhatsApp threads. Oh my God. Like then, and, and your phone's going off all the time. You, you're missing messages. It's mixed in with your messages you're getting from Auntie Louise and and your, God, your, your godmother Gladys and you're getting all these kind of things mixed in. You're like, right, guys, sorry, I, I'm going to need a system now. So let's all move over to this. And then everyone goes, oh, but... I prefer WhatsApp. You know, yeah, of course you do. You try and switch over. You get some people still WhatsApping. You get a couple of clients that can't work out how to set up the thing, but there's not enough need for them to do it. So they continue to WhatsApp you because it's just easier than them trying to set up a new account. And so you're creating a... The, the, the problem here is that lack of a system is still a system. You can't get away from this. It's just a bad system. <laughs> so... Fortunately, there doesn't have to be so that there doesn't have to be a linear trade-off between time and 
delivering a result. If you spend more time, it doesn't always mean that the client gets a better result. And so there are still systems to apply to any coaching system along this spectrum that we're talking about from fully automated all the way to fully one-to-one yeah. that you can still use to scale. So if you're coaching in a group or if you're coaching one-to-one, there, there are still parts of that are shared or that are equal to or that, that are shared between all clients and then there are parts that are manual on top and so the more you work on these systems the paradox is that the better the service you'll be able to deliver but it does take a bit more upfront work and it's a bit more friction than just being like ah, oh, whatever i'll just set up a whatsapp thread for now My name is Beck. I am based in Melbourne in Australia. Uh, I run and own BK Health and Fitness and I have been working with uh, the guys at Propane Fitness, Johnny and Yousef, for almost three months. So now since starting to work with Johnny and Yousef, I run a free 14-day challenge to get people into my business and get paying clients. Now not only do I have a funnel that I know I can put leads in the top and it's going to spit clients out the bottom, I'm also still profiting on that funnel even after the ad spend. So I 110% recommend doing the propane business course you will absolutely make your investment back um, by implementing the things that are in the course so a huge thank you to johnny and yousef for everything that i have learned through doing this course so far and i can't wait to see what else i'm going to achieve um, as i continue with propane yeah uh, it's i think because because people think oh i'm currently i currently have no online clients i'd love 20 there's this aspect, there's this, it, you fall into this trap of thinking, I'll just string it together. And as you say, I'll, I'll deal with it later. So you end up doing more work per unit of revenue now because you think that all that stuff's not important. But the, the process we teach is whether you want five clients or 50 clients or 100 clients, I honestly wouldn't change any of it. There's no reason why a 50 client business has to be this humming machine but a five client business can just be an absolute mess because it doesn't matter. So <laughs> the, I think that the principle that we apply is whether you, if you want to do more, so one-to-one one is basically more involved, as you said at the start, like you're going to put more time in per person, hopefully because you feel like that either really improves the service quality or allows a client to get a result that you couldn't have otherwise given them without that time, which to be honest, I think is a mindset problem. I think most people don't need as much time as you think they need it to way of you justifying the price to yourself but let's say you want to do that that doesn't mean you have to have onboarding being completely auto, uh, completely manual it doesn't mean that every question has to be answered from scratch it doesn't mean every program has to be built from scratch so apply apply the the lens of what in my business on a daily or a weekly basis happens more than once that could be the same every time and if you look for those opportunities that's where you can systematize things you can do everything else. You can do manual check-ins. You can do video replies. You can still write people's programming manually if you want to. But that doesn't mean that when you get the question of how do I warm up for my lower body day, you then get your camera out and go, oh, I'm going to have to record these technique videos again. Like it, it doesn't mean that everything has to be completely manual. So there's always opportunities to improve the system. It's, it's just a really good a, point that not every onboarding process has to be manual. It's not just about making your life easier. You know, if you want to make your life difficult, that's okay. But by doing this podcast and by helping you to do this, we're, we're kind of at the end of it all, 
looking out for your clients. Like we want everyone's clients in the fitness industry to get the best experience. We're raising the standard of the, the industry as a whole. And so, yes, you will make your life easier in the process, but the client will get a better result. They'll get a more standardized result as well. If you went to Starbucks and every person who worked in Starbucks was a pro barista who was like, no, don't worry, I will do it my way. And they like get their special coffee that they've grown in their garden and they have their own grinder and they do a, a thing and they froth the milk. But for them, it's coconut milk because they because that's what they use in their coffee. And they give you a coffee. It might be nice. But then like at the end of four o'clock, they've run out of their own coffee and then they're using some other one. It's all botched together. And oh, I have a special batch, but this is a bit old. And like you, they're making a different cup of coffee each time. So no two customers are necessarily going to have the same experience. One might have a better one or a worse one. How do you write a review for that person? How do you recommend that person? Whereas if you go to Starbucks, they'll give you a, a seven hour, like in reality now, not this uh, hypothetical Starbucks, <laughs> you get the same cup of coffee each time. It might be a seven out of 10 cup of coffee, but you know what you're going to get. And you know that for the price that's going to be the, the standard of coffee that I get each time. And as a result, they're able to pump out thousands of those coffees, hundreds of coffees every day. It might even be world. like three, four hundred a day. Loads. A day. And they've been able yeah. to set up new shops. Maybe they've got 10 or 20 okay. Starbucks yeah. shops. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, think how well McDonald's have done. Really well. They'll be making hundreds of thousands of pounds a year in mcdonald's and so part of the reason why they do so well is if you see a mcdonald's you don't think oh i wonder what that's you think ah i know the menu off by heart so you can go to pretty much anyone and say do you get food from mcdonald's yeah or what do you get and they can tell you exactly on the menu so there's this kind of repeatability there's this standardization and people tend to like that as a customer experience like knowing when i pay this i'm probably going to get this in return is a nice way to buy things, generally. Yes, I, I should say as well, we're, we're not saying that you have to be the McDonald's of coaching. That McDonald's is deliberately a low-end, cheap, standard thing. But you can still, like Wagamama is nice food, but it's a chain. Mm. Um, what What's that steak place called? Like Humphrey and Wilson or something? No, that's a, that's a barber. Humphrey and Wilson. You know, it's, it's two people's names. Anyway, there are... Okay. There are higher end, oh. Miller and Carter. There we go. Right. Miller and Carter has a very like Marks and Spencer feel about it. It's high end, but it's standardized and they have processes and systems. So you can, just because something's standardized doesn't mean that you're going for the low end of the market. Yeah. Um, so look, look at it as you go into Miller and Carter a couple of times and one time it takes 10 minutes for you to arrive. The next it takes an hour and 10. The next they, they've run out of steak. You know, that, you don't think oh, I'm going to bring my friends. And it's the same, like, think with your clients. So some days you reply on a Monday. Some days it takes you four days to reply. Some days you're hungover and tired, so your reply is really short. Some days you just forget. Some days you send them a check at the same block that you sent them last month. All these things, that's just because you're a human and you make mistakes. And eventually you will get it wrong. And the more people you have, the more mistakes you'll make and the more stuff you'll get wrong. So if there's no system in place... If there's no when this happens, then this happens, or no software helping you, then a person eventually will buy at two in the morning from Australia 
and you'll forget to send them anything for three days. And what does that say about your, oh, no, mate, I don't need group coaching attitude to this stuff. Like, it's not a better approach just because you want it to stay small and it's better when things are done manually because the customer just suffers because you wanted a simpler setup. You didn't want to put the work in up front so that ultimately the customer suffers. And if the customers suffer, they'll leave and eventually the business suffers. So people like, especially with services and coaching, people like consistency. They like expecting things to happen and then them actually happening. They like to know where they're at with you in the same way that billing. I speak to a ton of people who manually bill online. So they will send, Yusuf's convulsing. If you're listening, he's actually fitting. So that (laughs) some, some people will send like a word document invoice over email with 30 day payment terms on it. And then the client will send a bank transfer back. Again, might work with two clients, but what are you going to do if the person hasn't paid after 31 days? Does this, does the coaching stop? But that's because setting up Stripe or PayPal uh, subscription is a bit complicated and it takes maybe an hour to get it working. Mm-hmm. And so it's easier to just do a, draw up a Microsoft Word document and send an invoice because that takes five minutes. Yeah. But this is the, this is just the, the whole attitude of I'll do it later. And I think that I'll do it later attitude gets everyone into a lot of trouble. Sometimes I- there is annoying tech that you have to figure out. There's bits of fiddly software that you need to integrate and it, it will be a bit of ah, i'm spending the day here like s- slowing down and getting these things working but in the future that's now a system that i never have to think about again like how mm. often do we have to think about recurring billing for our clients like it never the, the system just does it for us so we even have a system that chases people if they don't pay so let's say a payment tries to go through on stripe which is totally automatic and it doesn't work then we have a system that sends that person an email and says, hey, by the way, just let you know your payment failed. Need to change your card details? No problem, here's a link. Need to move your payment date? No problem, here's a link. Right, we don't do any of it. Because oh, again, like, we used that to. only gets you. We, we did, yeah. That only gets you to a certain point. And something we're asked a lot on calls from clients and things like that is, why does, why is the market standard, don't use ads, use, post things on social media, don't use complicated sales funnels, just do sales calls, don't set up coaching systems, just do one-to-one. It's the business coach doing exactly what we're talking about. It's they can't be bothered to put the work in to teach people how to set things up properly throughout the process. It's easy for them to just say, I'll just do this because if organic isn't working, you didn't post enough. If sales calls aren't working, it was you did it wrong, you said the wrong thing. If clients leave, you're not organized enough. That's a very good point. it's, It's the business coach offsetting the accountability and blaming the client for their lack of results and that's exactly the same as what some fitness coaches will do where they'll give someone a unrealistic program and then the client doesn't follow it and they go oh it was the client's fault because they just didn't want it enough so the business coaches are unfortunately doing the same thing it, it's hard and complicated to set up the the systems but it's even harder and more complicated to actually to do what what we're doing it's taken us a long time to lay it out as a complete system that you can follow and implement in your business and so the it's easier to just be like oh if we just recommend something that's doesn't that doesn't really work and is quite manual the odd person will be successful at it and then we can use them as a testimonial and that's That's not yeah Yeah. it's not a very uh, ethical way to to run a, a business mentoring service i think 
it's the fitness coach coaching some more great genetics who was half shredded when they arrive. They write a terribly written program. Just it's recommend some supplements and oh, they're shredded. It's like one in a hundred people will be like that. So if you just keep selling, you'll eventually get that result. But yeah, I think as with anything that's worth doing, it makes sense to most people that there's some work up front. There's some complexities up front. So put that work in up, up ahead of time, set up the systems properly. And you end up with better client experience. You end up enjoying working with people. You end up feeling like you're running a business rather than just keeping the plates spinning all the time. So if you want to work with us and you want to do one-to-one coaching, that's fine. But one-to-one, just I know we refer to group all the time and one-to-one as being bad, but it's a spectrum. And really all we're saying is if you're doing everything manually yourself, eventually you'll mess up. So remove that possibility and focus on your customer experience. And we're going to have to go. <laughs> yeah. so apply that principle to wherever you're offering your service along that spectrum and it will benefit you yes thank you bye yes thank you bye want to learn more about the systems we use to run build and scale propanefitness.com head over to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast and you can get your hands on our free training that covers the seven steps that we take with every client that we help build their own online business and also the seven steps that we use to successfully build Propane Fitness. We walk through the sales systems, the delivery systems, follow-up, remarketing, how to basically build your program so that it delivers coaching to your clients without you being there 24-7. We really do cover the full thing, right? And if you want to continue even further and potentially work with us, there's a chance to book in a call to have an informal chat with Yusuf or I to just basically see if any of our programs would be a fit to help you get from where you are to where you want to get to. So go to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast today and get access to that. If you'd like to learn just more about Yusuf and I, more about us, what we do, follow us on the various channels, the best place to go is our YouTube channel. We have a load of stuff from fitness content, productivity content, why Yusuf slept on the floor for several months, why he's been having cold showers. There's always stuff on there that's entertaining and hopefully informative. So just go to YouTube, search for Propane Fitness, and you can find out a bit more about us there as well. Speak to you on the next episode.